Intentionally Disruptive is brought to you by Microformulas. Creating solutions that work is what we do. Restoring hope and health is who we are. Visit Microformulas online at microformulas.com. A podcast about life. I mean, that's a struggle, I think, with every single day. Are we good enough? Everything it can throw at you. The only person that can make us happy is ourselves. Real people talking about life's real issues. Oh, yeah, there we go. This is Intentionally (laughs) Disruptive with Shonda McNeil. Our series this month is called On the Grand Part 2. We are talking to Instagram influencers who have built a following and a career by being intentionally disruptive. Now, our final guest for the On the Grand Part 2 series is Toby Hawley. She uh, dabbles in public speaking. She loves her adventure van. She also wears penguin costumes while skiing. She's a lover of dogs and has a huge following on Instagram. Now, Toby, you were born and raised in Idaho. And did I read this right? Your great-great-grandfather was the ninth governor of the Idaho? ninth Democratic governor. Governor. I should of- clarify, because that, that, <laughs> that element was just extra interesting to me, given that yeah. it's Idaho. Right. Like, I was like, oh, we, a long history of Democrat. Uh-huh. Anyway. Ninth yeah. de- I'm not exactly sure which one, but yeah. So in, does, does it, like the politics, does it, does it end there with your family, or do you have anybody well, else in politics? No, uh, nobody else in politics. He was the only uh, one. Lots of attorneys. Lots of attorneys that kind of have flirted with that world, but we're also all free spirits and that's so like, interesting because you, I mean, a governor, that's a big deal, right? Yeah. Like that's a huge deal. So usually yeah. when that happens in a family, you have at yeah. least a, one or two other people that are going to do it, right? Yeah. So lawyers and free spirits. Lawyers and free spirits. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so growing up in Idaho, you obviously uh, you're into outdoor adventure. Yeah. Um, you even kind of do the. Uh, I could die level of whitewater rafting. I know I read that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are some like beginner activities for uh, those who are moving to Idaho? Because obviously you're a realtor too. So whenever people are moving here from out of state, I know some people listening to this are like, why are people moving here? Stay away. Yeah. But for those who are welcoming others into Idaho, yeah. what are some I love like, it. Bring, I do, bring them in. Come on. You they know, bring just, education yeah. with them. They bring their money with them. They put it into our economy. Yeah. They bring diversity. Like. Bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah. Come, but like, come on in. I've noticed that, like, you know, I'm moving here from Texas, from, from Dallas. Awesome. And whenever you Google, I remember Googling uh, amusement parks in Idaho because when we moved here, my son was in fourth grade. <laughs> Did you find Silverwood? No, I found it. <laughs> all, are there all, more than just that one? The only thing that know. showed up was mountains. The only thing that showed up was outdoors, zip lining, things like that. Yeah. And I'm like, man, are we are, – I mean, do they have a, they don't have a Nordstrom or amusement park. Like, I what's, know. what's going once on? Once we get a Nordstrom, we will ascend <laughs> to a new level. Like, I need to start a rally or something. Like, I'm very passionate about the lack of Nordstrom in Boise. I'm like, we I will hope be, you're serious. I am. We will be elite when we get a Nordstrom here. Like, the rack is not cutting it for me. Like, I still go in there every now and then in a desperate moment, and I just get sad. Do you know the naturally. girls on the podcast team? They, when I say Nordstrom, they think automatically Nordstrom. I don't think any of them have really been to no. a Nordstrom. And I'm like, you have no idea. Sufficient. I won't even go in yeah. because I'm like, it's not the same. Then I went to um, Coeur d'Alene for a wedding and we stayed in Spokane. Spokane has a Nordstrom. Uh, they don't deserve one. <laughs> I'm sorry. No shade to Spokane. Like, but they do. They they get a lot more venues than we like artists, comedians, yeah. Nordstrom now. I didn't even know that. I'm just like, and it's a level on, three. It's a three-level one, which is like my favorite because the third level is always like people it's kind of backwards. The level three is always the cheaper cheaper section yeah. of Nordstrom. It's kind of how they set it I up. I always go to the one in Salt Lake. Oh, oh I haven't my, been to Salt Lake. 
That's my home. Yeah, home no. Nordstrom. They have IKEA too, don't they? They do have IKEA oh, too. Yeah. yeah, and IKEA and Nordstrom. That's what would make I Boise, know. Idaho. I know for sure. One day we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll we'll distribute this podcast, <laughs> and then we'll it's going to happen. The people know <laughs> it's going to happen. It will. So when people move here, and you being so, um, I guess, outdoorsy and with nature, what do you suggest uh, the newbies of what to do, like beginners? Yeah, outdoor stuff? totally. Uh, whitewater rafting is can absolutely be beginner, like. I think it's a really fun thing. There's obviously many levels, and there's guided trips. Like if you go up to Banks, there's a couple companies, yeah. outfitters, uh, that will do a day trip on the on the main payette. That's a very easy, popular stretch, so you can literally get your feet wet, you know, kind of go yeah. through the motions I think, I think they call it, it the family splash is what it's called. Are you yeah. talking about the, white, the whitewater rafting? I think so. Yeah, yeah. The family splash. Yeah. Uh Um, Anyway, so that that can absolutely be beginner, and it's a lot of fun. Like, it's like a team building. I know, like, a lot of companies. We're actually doing it next week. There you go. (laughs) That's why I knew. Right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's why you knew the name. And it's helmet-free. So, like, when you get to, when you get, when they tell you to wear a helmet, that's when you know you're signing up for something serious. Yeah, well, and I... I'm pretty lucky in that I I don't do a lot of guided trips anymore. I mostly go with friends that have their own boat, private private boaters. So that's obviously a little different where we don't have that liability right. kind of hanging over our heads. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, so you're healthy respect for the water. You're an independent whitewater rafter. I'm not as much. I don't have. I have an inflatable kayak that I have not taken out all summer, <laughs> but for reasons. Right. But um. But yes, uh, I have a lot of friends. Once you get enmeshed into the communities, I mean, whether it's whitewater rafting, kayaking, climbing, mountain biking, and it's so, each of these little communities, they're so welcoming. Like, yeah. I'm not in all of them, but I hear that, you know, I have a lot of friends. There's a lot of overlap, right? People have usually multiple outdoor recreation things that they're into, and people are friendly and welcoming. Like, my partner, he's a climber, and he's not from... Idaho, so he will just go to the climbing gym and we have so many repeatedly, yeah. And you will meet the same people and kind of, you know. What about cycling? I I live in Hidden Springs. I don't know if you're familiar with the area. Oh, at real estate, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I live in Hidden Springs. Not kidding. Coming from again, I'm from the Midwest. I, I grew up in Ohio. Lived in Minneapolis. Lived in Dallas, Houston. And then obviously coming here, um, I'm not used to cyclists being everywhere. I know. I kid it's you mayhem. not. I have almost murdered a hundred people. They're driving anarchists everywhere. Yeah. They're everywhere in the foothills, and I just I don't know if I want to scream or I feel. I mean, I, I have almost hit. So I'm a terrible driver on top of it. So yeah. I'm a terrible driver. Same. And then they're in the way, and I'm like, I'm angry at them, and I feel terrible afterwards. Like, why yeah. am I so mad at them? They're angry at you too. I know. <laughs> They're also um, angry. They're, yeah, so angry. I'm like, yeah. why? Why can I not? So now I'm to the point where I have my groceries delivered. I minimize my time on the road uh, during certain times of the yeah. year just because I know no, that it's, it's going to be. It's so worth it to do the grocery delivery. I haven't gone to the store. I, like, never go anymore. I ordered. And now the thought of going is like, ugh. Like, and we have the service Crave go. delivery. Have you ordered from there? I have. I have done the Crave thing. It's really fun. So dinner being cooked for you, groceries being delivered, there's really no reason to leave. Right. But specifically during a certain time, I avoid it because of the cyclists. I, I feel terrible. It's not just Boise. I think it's Portland, too. And like, I yeah. don't know. I know that there's in Colorado. One of my girlfriends is a cyclist. And so she's like, you know, a lot of her content, she's like, you know, to try to like be respectful of the bike lanes, like that's key. But I mean, you just have to do your best to not. Hit and that's one. the thing for me. I think I am being respectful. 
it's when I feel like they're not being, they're not moving over a little bit. So then you have oncoming traffic. You're trying to get around them so you right. don't hit them. Yeah. And then you're going to have a head-on collision with the person on the opposite right. side. Yeah, they have the right of way. So we just got to do our best. But I, so I don't do mountain biking. That's not my bag. But I do some light hiking. My partner is a backpacker. So he's like hardcore. He's got his poles and his little pack oh, and nice. his little water too. I don't even know, like the hydro pack, I believe <laughs> oh, yeah, is the yeah, term. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't backpack. own one. Yep. Yeah. But uh, he has taught me that. So those of us on foot have the right of way on the trail for as opposed to the cyclist. So it's kind of like Opposite. the same, but in yeah. reverse where yeah. we get irritated because we're on foot and yeah. they, you know, the proper etiquette is they are supposed to slow down, you know, obviously yield to hu- humans, dogs, like children and Absolutely. most of them do and they'll give you a heads up like hey on your left or whatever like let you but know but sometimes that it doesn't happen but sometimes they just absolutely fly by and you'll have like a kid and a dog and you're just like okay <laughs> well you mentioned you mentioned your partner backpacks that's some serious stuff i have it's yet insane. to do it he just did a 10-day trip in the sawtooth where that's all that's what they do they get for up 10 days for 10 days that's incredible like i have oh, friends madness the uh, some friends that I grew up with uh, in Ohio, they'll reach out to me like, "Hey, we're going, we're coming out, we're going backpacking," and I'm like, "I'm not your guy. I'm not your person <laughs> to tell you where to go. Yeah. I can tell you some areas where I know people do it, yeah. but I'm just not there yet. I've lived in Idaho what four years. I'm just not graduated to that level of Idaho yet. Yeah, right. I'm just well, not. It's ready and waiting. And I, as an, I'm more of a novice in that as well, but. You know, it's kind of the same thing as as the whitewater. There's total introductory trails. And once you kind of – if you're going with people that, you know, just are transparent, like, this is my skill level. And they know. I mean, they're yeah. not going to take you on some, like, insane – hopefully not. Trust is important. Yeah. All my, all my girlfriends do it. Yeah. They, they go on insane trips, though. But, like, three days is, like, I think pretty solid. I've done three-day trips where that's fun. And then day three, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to be done and I'm ready to shower. But – the, you know, the idea behind it is that your feet can take you to places that cars and wheels can't, right? So right. views, high mountain lakes. I mean, obviously, we have the sawtooth so close to Boise, and that is, I mean, incredible. Endless trails, skills, skill levels, things to see. Like, I mean, I don't know that you could even do it all. Like, there's just so much to see. What do you do if you're cheap? Because I don't like to spend a lot of money, and it yeah. is so expensive oh, to backpack. I, I talk about that with my partner all the time. Every hobby is expensive: skiing, whitewater rafting. Back, I mean, you have to invest in these hobbies. So, but there are, I think there's like two or three used gear shops in Boise that are actually really great. Um, there's one in the Linda District. I think there's one downtown. Um, but they say you should be like around what thirty? Because that's another thing. I like the luxuries, right? So like they say thirty to thirty-five pounds. I have a van for <laughs> that, a reason. Yes. <laughs> it has a Tempur-Pedic mattress so cool. topper on it. I'm like, I will never leave. It like, is the coolest van. But like they say, thirty to thirty-five pounds. I'd be lugging around like ninety pounds and having like everybody else carry my stuff for me as I'm trying to like lug this backpack around. But it's so expensive. Like that. That's yeah. that's where the expensive comes in because you want that new high-tech stuff, right? Like yeah. I just. Um, we got a chair for backpacking, and it was two pounds. Nice. And then they just came out with a one-pound chair, like immediately I mean, after that's getting a the, big difference. The two it, on a, a three-day, ten-day trip. Absolutely, I'm like, we're never going to collect enough stuff to do this ever because I want to do it next summer. That's my goal is to that's do it next goal. summer. I mean, you don't need the high high tech stuff for your first go around. You know, like just a simple pack will will do the trick. And then yeah. I think once you maybe do it. A couple times, and then you'll you'll have a, such a better idea of like what's important to you weight wise. Like, 
you know, every backpacker's dilemma is choosing where what they want for their weight. And there were certain things on my last trip that, um, you know, I would have done differently. Like I would have brought the toothpaste that I wanted, for example, even though it was like bigger. <laughs> it was like little things, but I'm like, that would be worth it to me. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. like maybe the extra bag of trail mix I could go without. So you kind of just figure it out as you go, like most things. I'm glad you mentioned food because it's also important for me to live. I yes. want to live. I want to survive the backpacking. This is important. Animals. Like bears. What? I would be the world's worst. In that situation, if I were ever to be approached by a bear or a lion, I'm dead. Like there's no question because I know I would just lay lay down and die. Yeah. I mean like I've read all the books. I've read all the steps and what to do. But they tell you not to run. I absolutely would run. All logic would be out the window, and I would yeah. take off running. I mean, the classic is like they're more afraid of you than you are of them. They right. say that about most things. But right. I've read back- the news lately. With backpacking, it's food. Yeah. It's, you know, you got to put it in a tree at all times. And even that does not guarantee a visitor. I've had a bear come into my camp. And, oh, my. But I wasn't by myself. Thankfully, my partner was there, and he ran out of the tent in his underwear and Chased it away. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even. There's bear spray, too, right? Does that yeah. even work? I don't. I've never had to use it myself. I can't confirm or deny. I imagine that it does as it is a product that exists for people to buy. But are they just trying to just, I don't know, scam you for money? It's right. like, does it really work? I mean, has anybody ever survived a bear attack using bear spray? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to Google it. <laughs> we need the data. <laughs> Google we it. need the data on this. <laughs> So we kind of we have a mutual obsession, and that's all things psychology, right? Uh, when did your like psychology um, interest start? Just I think getting into college, like I had a really hard time in like elementary school and high school. I had un- undiagnosed ADHD, and school was just tough for me. As is, I think, a typical t- tale for a lot of entrepreneurial yeah. types. We don't fit into a standard job. We didn't probably fit into a standard school system, and that was totally me. Rural Idaho, there's not a lot of resources for kids that don't. Fit the mold. I mean, we just, there's not a lot of money. There's not a lot of, edu- you know, it's all these things that just kind of make it harder to get the help you need when you're, when you're young. But when I got into college and I started, you know, getting to that juncture where you pick your own coursework, the psychology classes were just the most fun and the most easy for me. Like mm-hmm. I just was into it. You got it. Yeah. I, I was like, it. this is cool. I really like all of this and it doesn't feel like schoolwork. As much. It's so it's so, so crazy to say that. It. Like, uh, you know, school was difficult for me. I had to go – I had to work so hard just to yeah. get through. Yeah. ADHD. I got diagnosed at 16. I have severe ADHD. Um, and it was just – and same thing growing up in southern Ohio, right on the border of Kentucky. Right. Mental health – was just it's just right. not there's no funds there's no Especially resources um, ADHD in girls I'm sure you're oh my yeah gosh. and how it shows up differently in girls and they're Absolutely. so much more likely to get ignored and undiagnosed because they're not disrupting the classroom right right we're just looking out the we're window internal. we and internalize everything out, but we're not disruptive and so it's like that's all anyway just another yeah. layer yeah for both of us and and then obviously my parents you know they had me my mom had me really young so she was just trying to survive herself right so like again my mother not even like really having that support or that resource um so whenever i started studying psychology i mean right. light bulb I, it was like i finally understand and know who i am you know yeah. like that's the i think that's the most amazing thing is just connecting with it and just uh and then wanting to learn more it's like i became 
obsessed. I mean, I just read whole textbooks and things like that. You know, you're just like, man, this is so interesting. I'm finally yeah. getting clarity on so many things that I have been wondering all these years, right? Yeah. And so it's just interesting how it, people relate to is. each other. I loved social psychology. Like, yes. what do people yeah. do when you put them in a group and you just leave them be? It's just, it's yeah, it's really interesting. It's also interesting. They say that people who study psychology, it's like other people's behavior. Um, no matter how terrible other people are, we understand. We have understanding. Like they could be the worst human being ever. Like, oh, I get it because they right. are dealing with this or right. this is what's happening. But it almost becomes like – so we're, we, we become annoying to those people who are just emotionally invested in that person's behavior. Cause I, I get that all the time. Like my husband will like call something out and I'm like, oh, well, they're just they're just projecting. I would just kind of move. He's like, why? Why is everything going to be connected to psychology? He's like, they're, they're a terrible person. Just admit it. Right. That's like I'm not <laughs> going to admit it, right? Right. Uh, so you graduated from the University of Idaho with a bachelor's in psychology. What led you to a career in real estate? Yeah. So it, it's fun that you have the same course – course of study as I do. So, I mean, as you know, uh, having a bachelor's degree in psychology in the state of Idaho doesn't do much <laughs> for yeah. you. Like, so, you know, I kind of did odd jobs, recreation therapy, inpatient care, like just kind of odd stuff for the couple of years after I graduated. And I just so quickly learned, I was like, there's, I have to go back to school. I have to do, like, there's no upward mobility for me. Unless you want to do your PhD in Unless psychology. Unless I want to do my PhD yeah. or, you know, licensed social work or whatever it is. Like, you right. have to keep going. Yeah. And I ended on a high note. Like, on my, my senior year, I was on the dean's list. And that, for an ADHD kid, is huge. huge. And yeah. You know, so I was like, I just want to be like Jay-Z. Like, which, and in hindsight, <laughs> he didn't even bow out. Like, he's like Elton John where he's like, this is it. And then he comes back in a couple years. And now he models for Beyonce, which just right, brings totally. me so much joy. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to end on a high note. And I was like, I just don't want to go back. And and I also was like math. Like, okay, so how much is it going to cost Stats me? class. And, how, well, how yeah. much is it going to cost me to get this degree? Okay, and what am I going to make after I have it? And you look at the numbers. For me – it just it didn't add up, and yeah. so I was like, or I could spend five thousand dollars on a real estate license, not go into debt, because at that point I was debt free and I wanted to stay that way, and then I have all of this upward mobility potential. So to me, it was like a cost benefit. Yeah, in psychology, uh, I mean, sales and psychology, I mean, they go hand in hand, right? Yeah. Like you know, you know exactly what to do. It's funny, my husband, he um, he actually has a bachelor's in, in psychology. My bachelor's was in science communications, or is in science oh. communications. He was a um, a psych tech for ten years while oh. he played music, so he was getting attacked by patients, having to do the charting, yeah. and all those things. So you're right. I mean, there's very little money in that. It's like you really don't have a choice. It's either go up. Or move on to something else. Right. Or back to school is the way up yeah. in those systems. It's like there's very little. It's like you do this job until the day that you die yeah. unless you want to advance your education. So that just wasn't attractive to me. You know, I was kind of over the school thing. So then I got into real – I got my license in real estate yeah. and then off I went and here I am today. How long has it taken you to grow your business and grow your following? Yeah. So I got licensed in 2015 and – I did the agent thing. I never got into real estate with the goal of becoming an agent, like a top producer with, you know, like doing all these listings in certain areas. That My goal was investing. That was always my, my goal from mm -hmm. the start. But I worked as an agent, retail agent, for like two years full time. And that was awesome because then you learn. I didn't know yeah. anything about real estate. I didn't know anything about investments. I didn't know anything about contracts. Like I knew nothing. And so working for other people – 
in a sense, like learning, like learning from my clients and my colleagues, like I learned the language. And then I got really lucky. I got an investor client who taught me everything. Which is so nice. Which was incredible. My husband and I are begging for someone to teach us. Like we are like, we've had, we've had financial advisors. We've had all these people and we just cannot get answers. Yeah. I feel like we're just kind of, it's, it, yeah. it's yeah, it's, it's like frustrating. You got to find the people that are that are doing it. Yeah. And there's so many different ways to invest. I mean, there's millions and millions of ways to invest in real estate. Like there's not any one path and they're all good. Mm-hmm. Like I, I hear that a lot. Like, well, what about Airbnbs or flips or, you know, do you want commercial or do you want residential? I'm like, it's all good. Yeah. Like it will all get you where you want to go. It just depends on you, your budget, the time you want to invest, what your interests are. And anyway, all of that. So his model was residential buy and hold where we're not you know, you buy it and you keep it for as long as possible. And anyway, so I learned a lot from him. And then I started doing my own investing stuff. And then when COVID hit, and I would do consulting, social media, the public speaking, yeah. the occasional real estate deal. Like I was kind of getting money from all of these different little things. And when the pandemic hit, it was actually <laughs> great for me because I'm, I'm sure you relate. Like, yeah. you feel like you're just running. Running all and the time. you don't necessarily know where or <laughs> why you What's just are on? going. And then the yeah. opportunities come in and you just say yes to everything. And not that that's bad. And, it and can, it, I mean, it can be. And it got it, it's me, not sustainable. Right. Yeah. It got me <laughs> to a lot of cool places. But when the pandemic hit, and I, that was when I was really getting to the tipping point in my public speaking. And so that obviously just... Yeah, dropped, dropped off. off. Yeah. Well, and so anyway, it kind of forced me to hit the reset button of like, okay, what am I doing and why? And then it worked out for me real estate-wise with my investments that at that point they were able to fund my life. So That's and they awesome. kind of had that reset moment yeah. of like – you Make know, money while you sleep type of thing. The, yeah. <laughs> <Kind> <laughs> that's, of. Good. that's good. <laughs> yeah, right. It's still work. I, I, that's like one of my like uh, like people It's like, oh, yeah, it's free money. And I'm like, I have no, tenants that text me about the plumbing at, you know, yeah. like four in the morning. And I'm totally. like, okay, this is not uh, – this is work. But I could outsource that if I wanted right. to. I don't have to manage my own stuff. but It's but cheaper that way. But I do. Yeah. yeah. And I don't mind. I'm really lucky. I mean, anybody that invests in Boise – we have our pick of the litter of tenants, like Airbnb guests, long-term tenants, short-term tenants. Everybody wants to be in Everybody. this town. And so yeah. you will never have a shortage of, like, high-quality people that want to, you know, stay in your property or live in it. And so I'm – we're lucky that way, Boise investors, but – Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think – so, you know, there's a thousand realtors. There's realtors – I mean, yeah. I know, I know a hundred of them. I know hundred. There's a lot of people with their real estate license, right? But everybody knows a realtor or yeah. twenty realtors. I know, a, yeah, I mean, it's probably crazy. yeah over a hundred here just in Boise, right? Yeah. But you, you stand out and you're different, and you have this big following, and you share your life. What are like the pros and cons, I guess, of being an influencer? Like, yeah. What do you, how do oh, you man. feel about There's that? There's so many pros and cons. There really are. And as you get older, too, you're <laughs> oh, I'm like. Sure. Yeah, you. So when I started, when I started, it was great. Like I'm very lucky in the sense that in 2015, influencer wasn't a word. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a thing. Blogging was a thing. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. like, and magazines. And one of the things that I I love about social media, I love that people can create their own platform. Like shops, creatives, artists. We no longer need to sell our stuff at Nordstrom. Like music. Or with I mean, anybody Walmart. can do anything. Yeah, we can do anything. Anything. Like, if you put out something that's cool, yeah. there's people out there that likely will think it's cool too. And so yeah. that part's kind of cool. But yeah, so at that time it was it was very different than it is now. I mean, it was it was pretty easy to build a following really fast because nobody was yeah. doing it and certainly not at the level they are now. So as an, as an agent, 
that was great. And then you just learn, like, the benefits for me, it was free. It was my time, right? It was sweat equity, but it wasn't check equity. Right. And at that time, I had time. I didn't have money, so. And it's a lot of time. People don't realize it, it's oh a gosh. lot of time. It's more time than but there's, and there's a lot of things that you can do to shave that time off. And people that are, like, full-time influencers, they know that. I mean, they're not – it's work. Yeah. Like, one of my girlfriends is is a, a really good influencer, and she's like, deletes the app all the time, the Instagram. Like, she's, like – her boundaries are rock solid where she is, like, I am on there. And she scheduled. learned from it probably. Like, she yeah. knew starting out, like, it was probably – you just get to a breaking point, I'm sure. It's, like, yeah. I, almost, I, I almost feel like – the high-level influencers can't really even enjoy their lives because everything is just kind of a capture and then move on to the next one. They have their Finstas. Yeah. That's their fake yeah. fake Instas or, like, their close friends list. Like, that's where I like to kind of have it more like if it was just a, a normal, right. you know, my normal account. But We went to Mexico uh, over spring break uh, and – influencers were everywhere. Oh, yeah. And just watching how miserable they were when the cameras weren't on. They were just, like, waiting for the next thing, and then they're on yeah. their phone during the off time. It was just, like— It's a dangerous game. It's it a slippery is. slope. I it mean, is. we know that now. And, right. And all this data is coming out about, like, yeah, the dangers of just mindlessly scrolling. And, I mean, I, so for me, like, I, like, structure where, like, you know, I would sit down in the evening and be like, yep, I'm just going to get on to look at plastic surgery before and afters because that's my trash pleasure. <laughs> and I'm going to be on my explore page. And I like don't care. Like, but, yeah. you know, when I'm when I'm creating my content or making my calendar or whatever, it's like you're I'm there to work. Yeah. Right. Like it's not you just mindset shift of like this isn't an app where I leisurely spend my time. It's you have to be so disciplined. You have to be really and disciplined. Structured. And structured. And set yeah. boundaries. Yeah. I love that your friend deletes the app, actually. Like, yeah. It's just done. She does all the time. Like, And just, she's doing great. Like, she, you know, yeah. it's you don't have to be on it all the time to to make it work. And yeah. so just, like, little things. Like, I always say create before you consume is another uh-huh. one of the rules of mine. Like, you know, you just keep it. Like, I'm here to work. Like, keeping that top of mind. Helps. Yeah, Damn the fast. um, you said to find what works for you. Now, uh, speaking of you, you just announced <laughs> that you are expecting a baby I in know. December. I was so excited to get the <laughs> alert that you posted because you posted this right before you got here. Today. I know, I literally did. <laughs> the cutest picture ever. You're due in December. Yep. One piece of advice: Do not read what to expect when expecting. Like, I, stay I away from not. the book. Like, don't even do it. Yeah, don't even do it. I'm How actually you- on TikTok. So TikTok is my obsession of life. Okay. It has gotten me through this pandemic. Yeah. I love it. I love Gen Z. And it's not all Gen Z that's on there, but I'm so into it. I'm like, I'm like, I want to be cool. I'm like, what are the Gen Zs doing? What do they care about? What are they talking about? And it just like fascinates me to no end. But so I follow you on Instagram. However, TikTok, I only follow like two people. And that's yeah. because I want to see what my son's up to. <laughs> um, and that's basically my son's 13. And so I, TikTok, I'm not like we have, a, I think, a, a TikTok for our podcast. And then like my, our podcast team will just tell me basically what to do. And then I do it. Yeah. But I am not there yet. Like I, I'm not cool enough to be on TikTok. You are cool enough. You totally are. So I, I feel that I'm cool enough. I just I don't know if I'm ready. Maybe that's yeah. better. I'm, well, I'm, you have I'm to learn sure. it. I mean, yeah. it's like learning a whole new program. So what do you do on TikTok? Like I mostly you... just consume. I've dabbled oh. in creating a little bit. Oh, okay. And nobody follows me over there, which <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like I'm like outing my secret TikTok. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, there's only like a couple people from Toby and Boise that follow me on TikTok. So the content I've made is completely different. It's it's very raw. Yeah. It's not like you know. Instagram is very curated, right? Yeah, um, right. So that's one of the things. That I think ours is like it's very. Uh, 
has the music and they have me dancing and doing things like that, right? Yeah. But it's definitely— You don't have to do that. That's like a misconception. I think, yeah. like, I don't—like, I see a lot of agents that do, like, the dances, and I'm like, just—you don't— Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't resonate. And if it doesn't—if you're not really excited about what you're doing, you're, yeah. whoever's watching it is not going to be well, excited. Well, it's but. funny, right? Like, I, I'm I'm goofy and I like to have a good time and things like that. I just putting in the, the work to get it done and upload and ready. So the, the team does that. I, I don't mind doing it. I'm just mm-hmm. not— I'm not into it yet. I'm yeah. just not there. I don't know. Yeah. So you are uh, expecting, uh, I gave you my tip of not to read the yep. what to expect when expecting. Also, let your partner know when you're in labor, the babies come out face down. Well, he's an ER doctor. Oh, so he knows. So he knows. He's delivered babies. That's great. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. So he's like oh. pro- way more ready than I am. It's already stressful enough going through labor, right? You're already a nervous wreck. And when yeah. I was in labor with um, with our our son, um, it took me. They told me that you know, first time moms, it takes two hours to push the baby out. Yeah. And I'm like, not this mom because I've been in labor for a long time. Yeah. This baby's coming out, so I got him out in like 11 minutes. Right. Wow. I was walking like this for like <laughs> a month, but when Howie was coming out, my husband screamed as he's holding my legs. Oh. oh my god, he doesn't have a face! Like screams it, and I'm like, "What the heck?" Like, what that do you is mean? So stressful. I'm like, "What do you mean he doesn't have a face?" And then obviously we found out that he comes. The babies come out face down, yeah. so he just sees head, 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 yeah. head, cone head. No, no, yeah, no less. And, it's like very no, misshapen and no face. And um, so that's good. I'm glad that your partner is uh, an ER doctor because he, yeah, that would never happen to you. No, he's like he's got it together. Yeah, he's ready. He's adventurous. He's a doctor. Mm-hmm. Jackpot. Yeah. So the ER doctors are kind of like the outdoor wreck, you know, adventure, thrill seeker types of, of the medical world from what I understand. They yeah. all seem to have their activities. that, And their schedules are kind of nice where he, he works, I think, like 15 days a month yeah. on average. So that's a lot more time off than your average, you know, like kind of a nine to five. It's definitely not a nine to five. He works all hours around the clock. And as an entrepreneur, that's kind of tricky because I can get sucked into his schedule so easily. Like, if he's up till two, then I'm like, I can stay up till two. And but now that I'm pregnant, that's even harder. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so. Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember going out and like during my lunch breaks and sleeping in my car because yeah. I was so tired, like in the parking garage. I've been waking up at like four, like anywhere between two and four every night for the past like several nights, and I get a snack and I'm just like awake. <laughs> How, how's the van? So are you? You have the van. You have yes. the adventure van. How you haven't had it very long, right? No, I haven't. But it does have a third seat yeah. in it for a car seat. Yeah, so good. That's a big part of the reason we got that van in particular. But I've wanted a van forever. I mean, you know, it's the entrepreneurial way. Like we 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 want freedom. We want to be able to do what we want to do with our with our spare time. We want to. And let's clarify: you don't live in the van. I do this not is... live in the van. But I feel <laughs> like at present I live in the van because <laughs> even on the way here, like a certain necklace that I wanted was in the van, and then the water bottle I wanted was in the van because we've been spending a lot of time in it lately. So I'm like half live in the van and right. half live in the house. But yeah, no, we are not full time in the van. And you and you expect obviously whenever the baby's born, you're gonna, this is going to be like your thing. I mean, what, looking That's at all your hope. pictures. I mean, I'm a first time mom, so I'm like, oh gosh, I don't totally. know how crazy this is, but it's gonna, it's so I, fun. I'm gonna try. Like, we definitely, you know, got the van with the intention of of using it with kiddo too, and 
it's going to be the most exhausting fun you ever have. Yeah. Like being <laughs> being a parent is is awesome, but it's also, you know, some days it's soul sucking. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't live another day. But it's yeah. but it's uh, it's just it's it's going to be so much fun for you. Just yeah. seeing your lifestyle, like obviously your partner, and being you guys are just adventurous. Yeah. It's going to be we're go go go. It's we talk be fun. about it all the time. Where I'm like, we have, we're more mentally ill. No one in this relationship says no. Let's not do that. Like <laughs> no boundaries. No, no. Zero. We're just like, yeah, we could buy a van and then get another house and just totally remodel. do it. We're doing this. We just wrapped up this massive renovation of a new house. And well, who said you can't do it all? I mean, I know. you're doing it. But then you're we're like, right now. so tired and like miserable. At time. We're like, <laughs> we I'm like, we don't have to live our life this way. Like, oh. no one is making us do this. So no, I feel yeah. It's a blessing and a curse because we're definitely both go-getters, but then it's, like, bad because no one knows when to say, like, let's just rest. I have <laughs> never related to something so much in my life. That right there is, like, totally my life. Like, I yeah, You need over- balance in a relationship. You need, you need balance. someone to be like, let's just think about this for a second before let's we, just like, chill, right? make a massive life decision. But All right. Well, we're uh, going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to dive into some psychology. It's the self-love workbook for women, and I'll explain that coming up next. Hi. I'm Ryan Riley with Microbe Formulas. We create products to support people in their personal journeys towards healthy living. Let me introduce you to my friend, Abby. After cancer treatment, my struggles um, mainly had to do with my ability to be present with my children and have the energy that I need to be the mom that I wanted to be to them. The first time I heard about microbe formulas was from a good friend of mine after treatment was complete and I was in remission. Um, She just noticed that I was lacking that pep in my step and offered the products to me and I took them and within three weeks I just kind of noticed a return of my energy. Microbe formulas taking their products really helped me reestablish that energy so that I could be more involved, so I could go back to being the mom that was participating and making those memories. Visit us online at microbeformulas.com. Welcome to the real you, Microbe Formulas. All right, so I've been uh, upping my journaling and meditation game lately. I have just been exactly what we were talking about before the break, that I just feel like, wow, I'm overwhelmed. There's a lot going on. I'm turning 39. I'm just, there's so many things going on, right? So I've also purchased a self-love workbook for women. So this is like my day. At noon, I do my meditation for 30 minutes. After that, I go into this self-love workbook. Well, because I, I feel like, you know, as, as women, and I guess, you know, people just in general, we forget to take care of ourselves Yeah. because we're always putting everybody else. We're conditioned to care. Yes, before ourselves, right? Put everybody first. Well, as I'm filling out this workbook, I'm realizing at times, not for every single question, but at times I have, I'm thinking, I have no idea like who I am or what I want in life. Like this yeah. is the simplest questions. So Toby, together, we're going to answer the questions, right? And those of you listening can uh, join and write down your answers as well. And I actually got you a little notebook so you can keep track of oh. your answers. Awesome. And then where is my pencil pouch? There it is. Okay. I'm obsessed with pencils. That's awesome. Those are great. <laughs> These are Leo pencils. Right, when better. is your birthday? I'm a Leo. You're a Leo too? I'm a Leo. I'm a Leo. My birthday is tomorrow, actually. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. So yours can say, uh, my aura is uh, shoots rainbows and glitter. There you Love go. Love it. Into it. Freshly sharpened pencil. Nice. All right. So here we go. This is the self Actually, yeah, we'll do the self-assessment one first. Now, you know, you have to keep score. So you, uh, they're basically just questions, and you have to um, uh, rate them zero to five, okay? 
uh, with uh, zero being never, five being always. This is this is the self love assessment. Okay. I was really nervous about this. You know, I'm like, wait, five <laughs> is always and zero is never. Zero is never. Okay. Five is always. Okay. So I believe I am worthy and deserving of love. I put a five. It's always. Yeah, five's always. Okay. Do I? I'm yeah, you write too. down. Yeah, you, you did, what, what did you? I'm what like, did you put down? Maybe like a four. Four. I believe I'm special. I circled two. I mean, that's real. That's real talk. <laughs> it's just like it's like depends on the day, but yeah. When I filled this out, I was a two. Maybe go three. I believe I have a purpose for living. I put a five. Oh yeah, five. Uh, okay, I'm able to communicate my needs and wants. Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> that one's hard. I'm gonna do a two. I put a four. <laughs> I'm pretty vocal. Yeah. Um, I am accepting and loving of my body just the way it is. Oh man, in the pregnancy, I'm like that's a loaded one for me. Uh, I put a two. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go two. Pregnancy. I'll be you're specific. the cutest pregnant. You're but the cutest pregnant. But it's like it's it's so real. Like pre, you don't before you get pregnant, you're like, oh, I'm just I'm gonna feel great and I won't care what happens and the changes and then it happens to you and you're like, I, I care. Oh my gosh, I totally care. Things are changing and it's freaking me out. Like that conditioning is real. So yeah, my stomach it looks like I was attacked by five lions. <laughs> like that's 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 real. Like yeah. I'm looking for the best plastic surgeon uh, currently to get rid of it. Right. Um, let's see. I do not need to be in a romantic relationship to feel whole. A four. I put I a think- five. <laughs> I told myself, like growing up, I was like, I'm never getting married. Right. I'm never having kids. Career, career, career. Right. And here I am. I got married. Like I, my husband, and I've been together since we were teenagers, Cute. and we had a kid at when I was, what, 25. There you go. Um, I think it's okay to make mistakes and not be the best. I have a three for that one. Yeah, I'm gonna go three for that one. My feelings matter as much as everyone else's. I have four. I put a five. <laughs> I place equal importance on my feelings as on other people's feelings. Uh, four. I put a five. I deserve good things in my life. Oh, five. Yeah, I put a five, too. For sure. Add up your numbers and see what your score is. Oh, my gosh. I, like, need a calculator. <laughs> it's okay. Take your time. Yeah, I'm because like, good, can good we thing pause is, the podcast? This, so I'm like, this, this is a recording. Me. This is a recording. Like, so This will take <laughs> me literal hours. Can you put in some Jeopardy music right yeah, here as I'm we like, add up the numbers, maybe? Yeah, this is going to be embarrassing. I'm like, I'm going to have you on this podcast, and we're going to do math. No, this is this is fun. <laughs> Remember, we were talking about math earlier. Math is my nightmare. Unless it's commission <laughs> math. I can do that in two seconds. <laughs> Commissions are easy. They're just percentages. Who knew I would love them so much? Right? Yeah, no, I, I lo- that, that's how I am, too. I did radio sales for a while, too. Yeah, I think I'm at 36. You're 36? If I didn't skip any. You're 36. Okay, so I scored a 41, so I fall into the 40 the, the category. You have achieved a wonderful uh, sense of self-love. Keep growing and loving yourself. And then yours was what? 36. 36. You were, uh, I mean, you were almost at the top, but yours is uh, you're on your way. Keep taking time to remember you are special and important. Love it. I love it. So we'll, we'll try always. to we'll try to find this and put this up on our social media so you guys can play along as well. And then there was another one, um, the Power Playlist. This was really hard for me. I mean, it's like strictly Beyonce. 
I, I guess, but mine just got weird after a while. They were like, "Is it actual playlist? Is it music?" Yes, they told. They're they asking me. I'm, they're asking me. The book, <laughs> the, the self love women's workbook, <laughs> is asking me to put together a playlist of ten songs, but power playlists. Uh, love it. And I love playlists. Making playlists is like so fun. It's like it's been my life, but like specifically a power playlist. I'm struggling with it. Yeah. I have weird things like Tracy Chapman Fast Car online. That's a classic. It is a classic, but is it really a power play? A part of a power playlist? Yeah, for if it is for you, I feel like that's the whole point. Is for you? What makes you yeah. feel whatever type of way? I'm questioning it. And then yeah. I have Drake started from the bottom. Now I'm here. <laughs> I mean, that's great. That's super relatable. I don't. I don't mess with you by Big Sean. I have that one on here. Um, she Wolf Shakira. She, that is a classic. <laughs> um, work it, Missy Elliott. I have that one. I mean, it's, that one's I guess good. Bag Lady by Erica Badu. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind she's of, got some feelings. She's yeah, but it's really not. I don't know. This doesn't seem like mine's probably way more basic, like Beyonce and Selena Gomez, and like. They're both great. Yeah, they they're are both, great. They're both great. Like, these are the songs, I guess, that maybe pump me up at times. Yeah. I have Wrecking Ball, Miley Cyrus. That's emotional. <laughs> You've got some feelings in your soul. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, it's Tricky by Run DMC. Yeah, that's um, upbeat. Yeah, your, yours is, like, genreless. It is. Iggy Azalea, uh, Work. I love that song. Yeah. But there, it's just all over the place. I, and I put it in pencil so I could redo it. That's awesome. Because I'm just not sold on my on my uh, answers. It's just I think it's terrible. Yeah. And it's I emotional. Like, I like genres, like pop. Oh, Lizzo, obviously. Lizzo, I know, yeah. Obviously. I have Lizzo pencils, too, by the way. Oh, she's so great. She's putting out new music on Friday, and I'm— Really? I love her. I have a good really friend in Houston who's, who's really good friends with her. I guess she's like the nice. nicest, most amazing human being ever. I believe that. I don't she's know. like the she's hardest worker. She's so nice. Do you follow her on Instagram? I have, duh. <laughs> I do. I've seen her. I love going to shows. I like. I, I miss that in the pandemic. Oh, yeah. I miss concerts. Well, fa- they're finally starting to do them again, but who knows if it's going to be canceled. I know. Or looking. Like, we're not looking very good. I know. At this point. So go in our minds. You want to plug your Instagram and your business? Sure, yeah. Um, I, yeah. So I post a lot of content about sort of local things like yeah. Boise adventures. Um, I post about real estate. I've been posting more about interior design a little bit. I think that's going to be a big push for me yeah. moving forward because I just did this huge renovation. And so the design side has been educational. But yeah, so you can find me at, at Toby and Boise um, on Instagram. And my website is tobyandboise.com. Well, thank you so much for coming in. I hope you like your mug, your intentionally disruptive it's mug. Awesome. I love the intentionally disruptive. Just before we wrap up, like, I love that so much. It's so, it's such a good fit for me. Like, yeah. oh, you know, just trying to see what other people are doing in my industry and how can I not do that? Right. You know? Well, people ask me, like, what, what, that. what is the podcast, Intentionally Disruptive? I go, we're basically everything life. We're all over the place. We do, we cover just about everything and anything. Yeah. Because that, that's what it is. Life is messy, you know? They're yeah. Positive and negative, right? Yeah. We talk about it all. That's so uh, great. Love it. Well, thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. All right, coming up next week, uh, it's a brand new month and a brand new series. It's the Kids These Days Back to School Edition. Now, I will sit down with kids of all ages to get a full understanding of what life is like from their point of view. Now, we'll talk about peer pressure, social media, uh, the pandemic, and they'll give us tips on how to be 
be cool if that's even possible. First up is Charlie Matthews to talk all things preschool. She is the cutest thing ever. You won't want to miss it. That's next week on Intentionally Disruptive. Intentionally Disruptive is presented by Microbe Formulas. Creating solutions at work is what we do. Restoring hope and health is who we are. Visit us at microbeformulas.com. 